Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Luke, chapter 13. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this evening. It truly is an honor and a privilege to gather in the Lord's house. It's the body of believers to worship freely in this place, experience His power and His presence. Pray that we never take it for granted. Luke 13, verses 10 to 17. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath? And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Eighteen years is a long time. Eighteen years is a long time to deal with the spirit of infirmity. It's a long time to be bent over. Imagine not being able to raise yourself up for 18 years. 18 years of struggle, and Jesus sees her. 18 years of pain, Jesus sees her. 18 years of hoping, Jesus sees her. 18 years of praying, Jesus sees her. When Jesus saw her, he called her to himself. And he said, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. He laid hands on her, and the Bible says, immediately she was made straight and glorified God. This Jesus is the same Jesus we gather to tonight. This Jesus is the same Jesus we gather to each Sunday. Each time we come into this house, we're gathering to this Jesus. He is still calling to himself those that have a spirit of infirmity. 
He is still saying to them, you are loosed from your infirmity. He is still, in a sense, laying hands on them. Eighteen years is a long time to live with the spirit of infirmity. Sometimes we read scriptures like this and we're quick to just pass over it. Eighteen years. Tonight I don't want to question whether or not this woman had faith. Whether or not she was or wasn't anticipating Jesus' action. I do want to say this. She was in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. She was in the place of gathering. She hadn't stayed home. Even though it had been 18 years and even though she was bent over, even though she couldn't raise herself up, imagine the struggle to find her way to the gathering place. What people would say, there she is. She hasn't given up yet. 18 years. Even though it had been 18 years, even though she was bent over, even though she couldn't raise herself up, she was in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. We could say this, she was in one of the churches on Sunday. I have no idea if she knew Jesus was the guest ministry that day. I wonder if we put up a sign outside that says, Jesus Christ is the guest ministry each and every Sunday. If people would gather. But I'd like to say that Jesus is the guest ministry every Sunday. He is the one speaking and ministering. Without Jesus, all this is for naught. Can I interject here tonight and say softly that many are at home on the Sabbath for things far less serious? They haven't been dealing with a spirit of infirmity for 18 years, they're not bent over. They're not unable, as we could say, in our day and age to drive. Not unable to make their way to the house of the Lord, if truth be told. Many are not found in the house of the Lord on Sunday. Things far less. Imagine if she hadn't come that day. Imagine if she had stayed home. Imagine if she wasn't at church that day when Jesus was the guest speaker. Jesus is always teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. He's always teaching in his house on Sunday. His words are life. Even if we don't have a spirit of infirmity, even if we aren't bent over, even if we can raise ourselves up, Jesus is teaching, why would we not gather? 
Now he was teaching. That word teaching is to teach one, to impart instruction. How many need some instruction imparted unto them from Jesus? To impart instruction, instill doctrine into one. We got a lot of crazy doctrines nowadays. We need the right doctrine instilled in us. It's the thing taught or enjoined. It's to explain or expound a thing, to teach one something. I don't know about you tonight, but I love learning from Jesus' teaching. It doesn't matter who's preaching. It doesn't matter who the guest ministry is. I love learning from Jesus' teaching. Whether it's on a Sunday, it's on a Monday, it's on a Tuesday night, I happen to be in the youth, or you're in here receiving exhortation, we are hearing from Jesus. He's teaching us, he's exhorting us, and he just so happens to be using people. Thank the Lord for his teaching. The word infirmity, the word used can speak to many things. Want of strength, weakness of the body, frailty, feebleness of health or sickness of the soul, to bear trials and troubles. When you have infirmity, 18 minutes can seem like an eternity. 18 hours can seem like an eternity. 18 months, let alone 18 years. Verses 10 to 13, he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. I wonder what people were saying about this lady. Perhaps some were encouraging her. But how many discouraging voices? How many discouraging looks? How many discouraging conversations? Here she is bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I want us to note tonight, this is very simple. Jesus saw her. Jesus called her. Jesus said to her. And Jesus laid his hands on her. And I want to announce to the church tonight, and this church knows this, but he is not a distant Savior. He is not an unconcerned Savior. He sees, he calls, he speaks, and he connects with us in the physical. Jesus is still in the business of setting people free. T.D. Jake said these words. Jesus said, woman, thou art loosed. Please hear these words tonight. Jesus said, woman, thou art loosed. He did not call her by name. He wasn't speaking to her just as a person. He spoke to her femininity. He spoke to the song in her. He spoke to the lace in her, as if to a crumbling rose. Jesus spoke to what she could and would have been. 
I believe the Lord spoke to the twinkle that existed in her eye when she was a child, to the girlish glow that makeup can never seem to recapture. He spoke to her God-given uniqueness. He spoke to her gender. The word woman is a woman of any age, whether a virgin or married or a widow, a wife of a betrothed woman. Could it be that this encounter was not only personal but prophetic? And I hear the Lord saying to us tonight, saying to some here tonight, woman, thou art loosed. And he's saying to men tonight, man, you are loosed from your infirmity. A man of any age, whether a virgin or married or a widower, a husband or a betrothed man, When you are bent over, it's hard to serve. If there's any here with back problems tonight, you know what I'm talking about. When you're bent over, it's hard to work. When you're bent over, it's hard to look up to the heavens. When you're bent over, it's hard to function. When you're bent over, it's hard to take on the world. When you have an infirmity, whatever it be, it is not easy. You feel less than. You may struggle with appearance. And you miss out on the enjoyment of things. Did this woman struggle with appearance? Was it hard for her to function? The duties of life? Hard for her to properly express herself? Charles Spurgeon said these words. It appears from our Savior's words that this woman's infirmity was coupled with satanic influence. Whom Satan has bound, he said, lo, these 18 years. We do not know how much Satan has to do with us. I do know that we often lay a great deal on his back, which he does not deserve, and that we do a thousand evil things ourselves and then ascribe them to him. Still, there are gracious souls who do walk in the paths of holiness, who do hate sin, who, for all that, sometimes cannot enjoy peace. We cannot blame them. We must believe that the satanic spirit is at work, marring their joy and spoiling their comfort. Dr. Watts says, he worries whom he cannot devour with a malicious joy. A doubtless and doubtless, that is true. He knows he cannot destroy you because you are in Christ. And therefore, if the dog cannot bite, he will at least bark. 
Like mercy, in Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, you will often be alarmed by the evil ones, and all the more so, because these evil ones know that in a little while, you will be out of gunshot of all the powers of hell and beyond the hearing of all the bellowing of the fiends of the pit. Satan had much to do with this poor woman's infirmity. Now, I'm not here tonight suggesting that this is the case with all infirmity. No, I'm not. This was the case with this woman. But can we note Jesus' words? Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from the bond, from this bond on the Sabbath? I'm not here to battle doctrine tonight. I'm here to lay out the word with childlike faith. Ought not this woman, this man whom Satan has bound, think of it for how long has it been? How long has it been? Ought not this woman, this man whom Satan has bound, be loosed? From this bond on the Sabbath? I wonder if we would let Jesus call us tonight. If even right now we would have ears to hear as He calls us. Would we draw near to Him, bent over as we are? Would we let Him speak to us? And would we let him touch us tonight? Would we let him straighten us out tonight? Even in the midst of his teaching, can you hear him calling you? Can you hear him drawing you? Can you hear him speaking to you? Can you feel his healing hands resting upon you? I love that it was right in the middle of Jesus' teaching. Woman, thou art loosed. If we could talk just for a moment about the condition of mankind without Jesus, a spirit of infirmity, bent over, bent down, bowed together. Without Jesus, we cannot raise ourselves up. We cannot lift ourselves up. There is nothing in this world that can help us. It's only Jesus. Doesn't matter how long we've been trying for without Him and how long we will yet try, not one of us can straighten ourselves out without Jesus. Our only hope is in His call, in His drawing, our approaching, His speaking, our listening, His hands taking hold of our lives. But I want to ask tonight, what is it? And how long has it been? You know, there is no mention of anyone telling Jesus how long it had been. 
soul for this woman. Jesus doesn't need anyone to tell him. He knows. Jesus doesn't need you to tell me to tell him. He knows. He knows where you're at tonight. He knows what has you bent over, unable to serve. What has you bent over, unable to function properly? What has you bent over, unable to handle life? What has you bent over, unable to properly take care of your home? What has you bent over? He knows how you're struggling with your appearance. Struggling with the doubt. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows exactly how long it's been. Those words are gripping. Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath? In the J.B. Phillips New Testament, this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom you all know Satan has kept bound for 18 years. Surely she should be released from such bonds on the Sabbath day. And then I can't believe someone would then speak to the crowd and say, get healed six other days of the week. Come for healing. Listen, Jesus wants to heal. If this doesn't prove it, I don't know what does. It's his heart to set people free from the spirit of infirmity, whatever this is tonight, whether satanic, whether not, it's his heart to set people free. That's his heart when we walk in here. Be loosed from whatever it is. Be set free. No longer be bent over. No longer be doubled over. No longer... He bowed over like this. This is not how you're supposed to do life. This is not how you're supposed to function. You know how hard it is to worship when you're bent over unless you're meaning to? It's hard to dance when you're bent over. It's hard to celebrate. I wonder what kind of pain she was facing day in and day out. You see, in our day and age, we just pop the pills until we can't feel it anymore. Did she have money for that? It's hard to rejoice when there's pain. And Jesus is saying, be loose tonight. Only Jesus can loose us from a spirit of infirmity. We cannot straighten ourselves out. This is not the work of man. It's not the work of any person. It's the work of Jesus. Only he can say, you are loosed. If he gives us a word of knowledge over a person and 
and declares that that person is loose. We speak in line with his will and his heart. What I love most about this story in the Bible is the immediate result of Jesus' ministry concerning this woman. The immediate result. Verses 12 and 13. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. The immediate response, the voice reads, Jesus placed his hands on her, and suddenly she could stand straight again. She started praising God. The Passion Translation, dear woman, you are free. I release you forever from this crippling spirit. Instantly she stood straight and tall and overflowed with glorious praise to God. Let's have the worship team return tonight. What is it tonight and how long has it been? We're not just talking about physical healing here tonight. But what has you bent over? Whether it's been for the last 18 minutes, I hope not. The last 18 hours. What's tried to take a hold of you in the last 18 weeks? Last 18 months. Maybe it actually has been 18 years. That doesn't mean you're an 18-year-old. Maybe it's been 18 years you've been dealing with something. It's had you bent over. Your emotions bent over where you can't properly function. It could be your physical nature. It could be the battle of the mind. I don't know what it is, but it has you bent over. Maybe it's your attitude. Maybe it's your pride. It's hard to serve when you're bent over. It's hard to function properly. It's hard to work. It's actually hard to have proper relationships when you're bent over. I believe a word to some married couples perhaps here tonight, and please, I don't mean this in any silly way, but it's hard to be intimate when you're bent over in this way. It's hard to have an intimate relationship, communication and all that when you're bent over in your spirit when you're bent over with pride, you're bent over with an attitude, you're bent over with anger. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is. Bent over with unforgiveness. We could just keep going down the list, but I know the Spirit shoots way better than I shoot. Jesus is here tonight and he wants to set people free. People bent over and bowed together. People struggling to look up. People hindered in their service. People hindered in their praise expression. People missing out on the enjoyment of things. What is it tonight? Can you hear him right now calling?
Can you hear him drawing you? Can you hear him speaking and can you feel his healing hands? It's the same word used here. He himself took our infirmities. It's the same word. Great multitudes came to hear and be healed by him of their infirmities. Same word. What of the man by the pool of Bethesda? Get ready. An infirmity for 38 years? Maybe I should have used him. Listen, whether it's 12 years, you know the story. Whether it's 18 years, 38 years, whether we're talking months, weeks, hours, minutes, Jesus wants to set people free tonight. If it's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, Addictions in the house tonight, Jesus wants to set people free. Addictions bend you over. It's hard to function. We're not making light of anything here tonight. But can we simply just listen? Jesus is calling. And Jesus is drawing. His heart is to heal on the Sabbath. Set people free. You bore our infirmities, Lord. Lord, you see each person here tonight. You don't need to be told how long it's been. Lord, you know how long it's been. So we ask you right now, Lord, to do what only you can do. Come and set people free. Lord, we've gathered to this place to hear from you, God, and to be healed from our infirmities. Jesus, come. A healer, come. truth is every single one of us have things that need to be straightened out. Every single one of us have things that need to be straightened out. They might not seem like big things, but they affect life. Every single one of us need to be straightened out in some way, shape, or form.